Well, it, with after all the anticipation, you know, the World Cup can come to an end pretty quickly if you don't make it through to the next round. And so it is for Team Canada. The men will play one last time in about, I think it's about nine and a half hours. Is that about right? Nine and a half hours? 7 a.m. Pacific, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, as far as I as far as I can tell. Don't don't trust my math on this. Uh, 7 a.m. Pacific for sure. Um, but one last match against a very good Morocco team. Uh, you know, we arrived in Qatar on the heels of qualifying first in CONCACAF. That doesn't happen often. Uh, ahead of uh, Mexico and the U.S., two perennial World Cup uh, participants. So expectations weren't super high for the young squad, but there were hopes maybe of a surprise in a tough group against a Belgian team that looked a little bit shaky, a Croatian team we thought might be a little long in the tooth. Um, we fought to a hard loss against Belgium. That's a game Canada could have won. Scored our first ever goal against Croatia. Uh, Alfonso Davies did that, breaking the curse. We hadn't scored yet. We'd played three times in 1986 in Mexico, played once in Qatar, and finally a goal very early in that second game with what was a 4-1 loss to Croatia. But there seems to be quite a bit to celebrate uh, as we build towards 2026, when, of course, Canada is one of three hosts of the World Cup, along with the U.S. and Mexico, so we qualify automatically. We'll be playing, and uh, our young team is gaining some valuable experience there. Uh, Canadian star, uh, Bayern Munich star, goal scorer Alfonso Davies, spoke to the media uh, earlier this week about scoring that historic goal and just the experience for the men's team to be in Qatar. And, yeah, I mean, we... You know, we gain a lot of new, you know, supporters around the world. You know, a lot of people thought that, uh, you know, Canada wasn't really a footballing country. And, you know, hopefully after this this tournament, we, we've changed a lot of minds. Now, Morocco is still in a position to qualify. They, in fact, have their destiny in their hands. They can qualify for the round of 16 if they win. So they have a lot to play for. Uh, even a draw could see them go through. Canada has some pride to play for. We're only the third team to lose our first five World Cup matches. Mexico lost their first nine. El Salvador lost their first six. Uh, so there's that. And, um, you know, and an upset. You know, we could play spoiler in all this and allow the um, allow the Croatia, the Belgians, uh, if they were to beat Croatia, which doesn't look likely at this point, but that could happen. Um, but what's it been like to watch Canada compete on perhaps the greatest stage in sports? Joining me now from Qatar is Canadian soccer fan Brad Leach. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Ben, how are you doing? I'm good. Good morning, by the way. I guess it's morning. It's about eight, half past eight in Qatar. Are you set for the, I guess it's a bit bittersweet. It will be the last game, but uh, I guess each one of them looks like they've been a lot of fun for the Canadian crowd. Yeah, it's been a really great experience. And uh, 8.30 in the morning here in Qatar is one of the few times you'll find quiet because <laughs> the uh, games go so late in the day. And uh, by the time you get back from the matches, it's quite late in the night. So um, usually they're just chanting and singing going all night long outside the hotel here. Yeah, I mean, you've you've been to a lot of uh, a lot of tournaments over the years, right? Uh, as you're you're explaining, how does this one rank in terms of sort of atmosphere and and uh, convenience and so on? It's been great. It's been a bit more of I guess what I call a football carnival, um, meaning you know being based in Qatar and everyone's sort of picking teams as we go. Canada for sure is a favorite. Um, I'm sure as a lot of your listeners know, everyone loves Canada wherever you go around the world. And it's very much been exhibited here. We've kind of been picked up as an adopted country by a lot of the fans here in Qatar. So this last match against Morocco may see that change a bit. I mean, the uh, the North African and the teams from nearby seem to be getting a lot of support. Um, 
but uh, this is going to be a big match. Canada, I guess, I guess a Canadian win obviously would be fantastic, right? Uh, is is there a sense there that no matter what happens later today, it'll be okay? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like you said, we have a chance to be a spoiler. We have a chance to get our first win. Um, we're, we're, we're definitely being noticed by everyone around the world. Um, having said that, like you say, Morocco needs to win this to go through. It's a, this is a big day. So ran to a lot of Moroccans last night, actually, and they're uh, well, they're pretty optimistic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, they beat Belgium, right? They should be uh, they should be feeling yes. good these days. What was it like to see that first yes. Canadian goal? I mean, I I, I watched all three matches. I, I watched. I, I don't think any of us could watch all three matches. I remember watching the matches in 1986, and just the wait for that first goal felt so long. But at last, at long last, a first goal for Canada at the World Cup. Yeah, it took us all by surprise. We just settled into the seats, thinking we got a battle on our hands today against Croatia. And uh, before you knew it, that thing went in the back of the net, and it was just jubilation. And I know we went down about 10 rows from where we were sitting. <laughs> so it was a special moment. I remember watching back in 86. I had friends on that team. So a lot, obviously the texts have been burning up and emails with, with, uh, with what's happened here. So, yeah, it was, it was a great moment. What's it been like just in general to be able to watch uh, the Canadian men play on? I mean, it's hard to overstate just how important and how watched the World Cup is. Uh, what's it been like to watch the Canadian men play on that stage? Just a lot of pride. You know, I, I, I spent most of my life following football and I'm an English national team fan um, from my background with my family. So it's really where I've spent all my time with the World Cup. So to be here with, you know, our, our own jersey on and, and supporting the boys, it's 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 been amazing. So uh, like I say, it, Canada is just, it just uh, it's dawned on me how much the country has loved everywhere we go. And uh, watching the team perform the way they have, it all comes together. It's just, It's been beautiful. I guess you've bumped into a lot of other... Are there a lot of Canadians there? A lot of Canadians, yeah. They're, they're pop up everywhere. <laughs> uh, as they do. and they're, Yeah. Because uh, we get the sense from afar that, especially after that first match against Belgium, in which Canada played really well, you know, deserved to walk away with at least a draw, that a lot of the international press, whether it be the British press, uh, were very flattering about the Canadian performance. And I think it sort of won them a spot in uh, in people's hearts after that match. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because we need to be a little bit... Uh, we need to know that going forward, we're going to have that respect. You know, coming into the Belgium game, I think we just, for lack of better words, we just shocked everybody with how we play football, how we approach the game, how, how John had a positive approach to, to how we play on the field. And, you know, I think uh, Croatia was much more aware than Belgium was going into their match. And Morocco will be the same. And going forward, that's all be for us. We'll be taken a lot more seriously because of how we're playing. So it's a great start. Yeah, I mean, imagine to, to be watching Canada play at a, at a Men's World Cup is, is one great thing. Next time around, you're going to get to watch Canada play at home in a World Cup, which is going to be even more exciting. How much of a, of a preparation do you think this really has been um, for this team, just being having to play under, under this kind of attention and spotlight? Yeah, it, it, I think it's been a great start. I think that when we get home in front of all of our fans for the next one, it's, it's going to motivate the team even more. Uh, the, the age of these players, this experience is just priceless. I mean, they, from the media to all the pressure they're under to just what it takes to play in a World Cup, yeah, we're going to be all that much better for it. And again, I, I would assume it'd be a lot of the same players we're seeing now because they're so young. Yeah, I mean, John Herdman's comments about Croatia got a lot of attention here, and I thought it wasn't necessarily the comments. The lesson in that wasn't the comment. The lesson is that in that was that when you're at the World Cup, anything you say can turn into news. 
Well, exactly. I, like I say, I follow England, which is probably one of the most scrutinized and you know under pressure teams at all times. No Their manager yeah. can do nothing right, even when, even when they're winning, the fans aren't happy. So yeah, uh, I, I think that I think that, you know the coach can learn here too that you're always under scrutiny globally. Any comment you make will be taken very seriously. Yeah, they they always they always you know the the back page of the Daily Mail is all, is already calling for you know Gareth Southgate Southgate's head before the before the tournament yeah. even starts right it's 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 yeah. relentless yeah. but it's different in that it sense is. too because you know I th- I think in in Canadian sports oftentimes you know uh, sports media I mean you know we have our scandals and so on but it's nothing compared to that the scrutiny that we're, that football period but the World Cup especially is given just the, the sheer number of reporters that are over there looking for stories I mean it's it's I find it amazing to see from afar yeah i don't know how they can do it and, and when i say i mean the players and the, and the people that run uh, the association because like i say they're through this is england now they're through the next round and yet they're still just scrutinizing and giving them hell over there <laughs> so it's <laughs> like what do you want you know you're you're winning you're through you look great we got the right draw so but yeah the Canadians yeah. will have to get used to it for me personally, as a football fan, I love it because that's why you follow it. You know, you follow it for the ups and downs, the highs, the lows. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to get going forward. So I love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the World Cup, only one team gets to win, right? So everybody else goes home disappointed yeah. in some ways. Um, yeah. How's it been yeah. just in terms of like all the other, you know, the, the, the stadium atmosphere and so on? Because, you know, there were concerns at the beginning that it might be, it might be a little sterile and that the whole beer thing came up. Uh, just as a soccer fan, what's it been like to be able to go see? I'm, I'm assuming you've gone to see other matches as well, right? Obviously. Yeah, I went to the three England matches, uh, the Canadian matches. Our last one is today. I went to Brazil, Serbia. The atmosphere is good. You know, not having alcohol around the stadium sort of diffuses things. So, like I said earlier, it's sort of more of a carnival. Uh, people are having a lot of fun. You feel safe. The, the Qatari volunteers and people that work the stadiums, they're just unbelievable. They're so patient and nice. They've been so accommodating. And they're, they're very curious. You know, they just seem curious about, you know, the Westerners. And uh, lots of questions for us. And, no, it's just like I say, it's just been a, you know, I think the world kind of needs it. Everyone's come together and just having a really good time. And I guess it must be strange to have all the stadiums so so close together because even when they play in Europe, I mean, you don't get to see eleven matches in a, in a week, right? I mean, it's tough. Yeah, no, they're nice and close. Uh, I guess the only criticism I would have is how far the transportation gets you away from the stadium. We're doing a lot of walking, right. so getting my steps in every day—that's for sure. But um, they're very organized, super super structured. I thought it would be a lot looser than it is. Um, compared yeah. to other events I've been to. So, no, kudos to them. They've, they've executed it great. There's been no worries at all. Those parking lots look massive <laughs> from, from afar. Oh, I guess long that, walk. Is that, <laughs> yeah. And I've spent time, I mean, it, it is December, but it's not, it's, it's, it's always hot. Yeah, very warm here, but, but manageable. I mean, I mean, I could see why they had it in the wintertime at this point because I couldn't imagine it being in the summer. So I guess I don't have to ask you who you're going to cheer for now that uh, that Canada plays its final match. I guess it's it's England all the way. Do you think they have a, think they have a good chance this time around? They look good. I do. Uh, I like the draw out of the gates here against Senegal. Um, I think they can be handled. Um, that last match with the changes that they made, uh, yeah, I think England's looking good. Um, but for me, there's always Brazil, um, and and that for me it would be the dream final if they could work it out. They could be Brazil England. Brazil, England. Wow, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Yeah. And uh, any predictions yeah. for Canada t- uh, a little later today? I guess it's a little later today for you, tomorrow morning for the rest of us? 
Yeah, I think it's eight or nine hours away. Um, I hate to say it, but I think Morocco has so much to play for, and they are young and they are fit as well uh, with players scattered all across Europe. So top, top team. Um, I Earlier before I even got here, I'd called it a 1-1 draw. So I'll just stick to that. <laughs> well, it wouldn't it be great to see Canada pick up its first point, the Canadian men pick up their first yes. point at the World Cup to go home with. And in that way, the chances of... Uh, the chances of the Moroccans qualifying is probably pretty high too. Well, Croatia, Belgium, who knows, right? Who knows what could happen in that match? Exactly. Who knows? It's, and people have, you know, Belgium's taking a beating, but it is Belgium with some of the most world-class players on earth on the gathered on that team. How they have not won so far is beyond me. Or sorry, how, well, they, how, I, how they've struggled a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the Belgian press is it's full of, full of angry oh, yeah. words. Uh, Brad, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time. Enjoy Canada's last match at the 2022 world cup. And uh, yeah, we'll be watching. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it.